from John chapter 14, we hear, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. The central point that John teaches over several chapters of his gospel, chapters 14 to 16, is that the Holy Spirit's role and work is to draw you to Jesus, to make Jesus the center and focus of your life, and to teach you about Jesus. Jesus says over those three chapters that the Spirit will teach you all things and will remind you of everything that Jesus has said. That's in John chapter 14, 26. And another time, chapter 15, verse 26, Jesus says the Spirit will testify about Jesus. And in chapter 16, verse 14, Jesus says the Spirit will glorify Jesus. The Holy Spirit recalls all that Jesus taught and makes it real and relevant to your life. The whole reason for the Holy Spirit's ministry is for you to see Jesus, to know Jesus, to trust Jesus, and then to share that with others. Now, none of this has to be spectacular. The way the Spirit will often work is surprisingly in a quiet and deep and steady way. Sometimes in pretty simple and ordinary ways. Like when a family brings a child for baptism. Or when a teacher or a parent or a grandparent tells a child about Jesus. Or when you visit someone and encourage them with God's love. When you sing songs and hymns. When you support and care for the sick and show God's love to them. When two people forgive each other in the name of Jesus and are friends again. In these sometimes very ordinary ways, the Holy Spirit is at work. When reading or listening to God's word, it is the Holy Spirit who makes you realize, God is talking about me. That's me who needs a new beginning. That's me who got sidetracked. That's me who stepped on people's toes, hurt others. That's me who needs forgiveness. That's how the Spirit works. The Spirit confronts me to take a good look at myself, to make a U-turn to leave the old behind and to make a new start. The Holy Spirit reminds me to stop being so self-focused, to stop looking at myself all the time, to look to Jesus and to let him turn me around and to let Jesus take control. Yes, the Holy Spirit does at times work and act very dramatically and cause some excitement. The Spirit can shake the very foundations of your life. And that can be exciting. Yes, that can be extremely sensational and very emotional too. The Holy Spirit can bring you to special moments that lift you to great highs, those mountaintop experiences of prayer and praise and Christian fellowship. But it is important to remember whether by dramatic or ordinary ways, it's the work of the Spirit to lead you to Jesus. 
And there's no question that many spirit-filled people are quiet people who, without a hint of anything dramatic, convey the love of Christ Jesus to others. And so the Spirit can use people. The Spirit can use you. And the Spirit can use Christian fellowships and congregations, your Christian fellowship or congregation. When you have begun to love in the way that Jesus loves you. The core of the Spirit working in and through you is in you trusting Jesus and you loving others Jesus' way of loving. Jesus tells his disciples a lot about the Holy Spirit um, in the chapters of, of the Gospel according to John, chapters 14 to 16. And then when we come to the end of John's Gospel, where after Jesus came to life again, John tells us about giving the Holy Spirit to his disciples in John chapter 20, verses 19 to 23. Jesus came and said to his disciples, Peace be with you. Jesus gives his disciples the peace they so desperately need. Jesus is with them. He shows them his hands and his side, these signs of the cross, of his suffering and his death, have not defeated him. He is alive. At the conclusion of our church service, we usually receive God's blessing. Sometimes we say it like that, receive God's blessing. How do you think of this? Is it for yourself? Is it something to keep to yourself? Something private just for you? God's blessing to you is also his sending you out with that blessing to share it with others. And so it is also here when Jesus is with his disciples and breathed on his disciples to receive the Holy Spirit, he says to them a second time, peace be with you. And he says that sending them on their way. Jesus gives them his Holy Spirit for their journey, for their mission. What Jesus gives for, to his followers is not something private, but it's for others. Always this gift is for others. We have Jesus' peace. You bring this peace to others. We have God's forgiveness. You bring God's forgiveness to others. You are given the Holy Spirit to fill your heart with his love. You share that love with others. Yes, the Spirit wants to show you Jesus, who shows you God's love so clearly, so that you will show that love to the world. This will stretch you beyond the boundaries and borders that you've sometimes set up, sometimes in very dramatic ways and sometimes in very ordinary ways. But as Paul wrote to the Romans, chapter 5, verse 5, we know how dearly God has loved us because he has given us the Holy Spirit. For what? To fill our hearts with his love. We know how dearly God loved us and loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love whether in colourful or spectacular ways, or in quiet, steady, 
deep ways. May the Holy Spirit fill your heart with Jesus' love. And with that love, reach out to others. Amen.